Hello, this is Andrew Sparks, the host of Touring the World here on Sorcerer Radio. Tonight, we're going to do something a bit different. You see, on September 21st, in Noblesville, Indiana, just north of Indianapolis, will be the 12th annual Indie Disney Meet. This is an annual gathering of Disney fans from across the country. Last year, my wife and I were thrilled to represent Sorcerer Radio, making its first appearance. With the success we had, we are excited to announce that Sorcerer Radio will be providing the music to this year's gathering. And boy, is there a lot to see and do. From tasting pineapple Dole Whip, to getting a selfie with a stormtrooper, to meeting your favorite Disney podcasters and bloggers, to visiting with officially licensed Disney vacation planners, and bidding on a huge selection of quality Disney items during this silent auction. There is plenty of fun for guests both young and old, and so much more. And one more thing to add, there will be a Walt Disney World vacation for a family of four that will be raffled away. But don't let me be the only one to convince you to make your way to central Indiana on September 21st. Mr. Aaron Del Prince, who with his family and friends helped start this event 12 years ago, was kind enough to invite me into his home to talk about this year's event and to announce to you the exciting entertainment lineup. And of course, as you will hear in detail in a few moments, all of this is to help raise money for Give Kids the World Village in Orlando, Florida. So without any further ado, here is my interview with Aaron Del Prince, the director of the Indie Disney Meet. Aaron, how did the Indie Disney Meet come around? So the history of the, the Indie Disney Meet kind of went like this. Um, we had a local group of, of friends here who knew we, we, we all kind of connected with Disney. Um, Disney. Every story sounds the same. When something ends up becoming big years later, it always goes back to it's that small group of people who got together. Right. Sorry, I had to say that. Go ahead. No, no, that's fine. And, and we're talking like 20 people. Um, you know, one time we said, you know, we should get together one day and just you know, make a day of it, have a good time. So I kind of thought, well, if we're going to do that, let's get let's go find some space somewhere because 20 people in a house is is a lot. So we decided let's go find some room somewhere. And uh, we we ended up actually where we're at now um, in a smaller venue. We just rented a, a small block of space so that we could get together. Everybody brought food and, and we ate and we had a good time. We chatted and, and, you know, we said we had such a good time. We said, let's do this again next year. And this was Labor Day weekend. Let's do it again next year. Same time. OK, great. And what so, were you doing at that first event? Just talking yeah, yeah, about the parks yes. and the films and yeah, eating. <laughs> and eating a lot, of, a lot of food. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then uh, the following year, those twenty people invited you know twenty more people, and and you know we had like forty or fifty people. It it just kind of grew upon itself. So you know those twenty people invited twenty more, and, and it ended up being fifty people the next year, and then all of a sudden it turned into seventy people, and then we had you know our friends you know calling people from like pennsylvania and say hey why don't you come in for the weekend you know we're going to have this big you know this get together and so people were driving in and and uh it wasn't until around 2011 when we actually added a give kids the world to it um you know i went down to disney world for a race 
somebody had suggested, you know, maybe this race, we should raise money for Give Kids a World. And I looked at him, I'm like, what's that? I, I've never heard yeah. of it. Right. Um, so they explained it. I said, hey, great. And then after the race, uh, I thought, you know, we thought, why don't we bring this back to Indy and maybe make a fundraiser out of it? Um, so that Labor Day weekend event, uh, which is now called the Indy Disney Meet, we just we decided to turn that into a fundraiser. Um, so I think I think the first year we raised maybe twelve hundred dollars, um, which I thought was great. And uh, again, you know, the next year we did it again and again, and more and more people kept coming. And the the people that were coming were were donating more money. And then we added the auction, and then we added you know better raffle prizes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as, as things kind of progressed, we thought, you know, maybe if we bring in somebody to, for entertainment, maybe we can, you know, uh, draw some more people, which would in turn help increase our donation to give kids the world. And so it, it sort of took on a life of its own and it, it evolved to what it is today. Um, you know, not through anybody's dream or imagination that this would happen. It just kind of happened on its own. It, it grew and grew and grew. Um, I, I, I do remember thinking a ways back there was something in Pennsylvania called Magic Meets that happened around 2005 2006 and uh, I always wanted to go to it but I could never do it because it wasn't during a time when I could get away to go Mm -hmm. Um, so I thought boy it'd be nice to have something like that here and uh, as it kind of grew I kind of saw that happening where you know it it was turning into a fan event and I think that's where we are today it's it's a it's a Midwest fan event Uh, we get people from all over the place that come and uh, um, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger every year. So real exciting. Aaron, let's talk about the specifics of the event. Where it's located at, what time it is, all that information. So uh, the Indie Disney Meet this year is September 21st, Saturday. Uh, it's from 11 to 7. Um, it's at the Hamilton County Fairgrounds in Noblesville, Indiana, uh, which is a, a suburb of Indianapolis. It's mm-hmm. just uh, northeast of Indianapolis. Um, admission is free. Uh, costs nothing to come in. Uh, again, it is a it is a fundraiser. So when you're in uh, in the meet, you'll you'll see you know an auction. We'll be raffling away prizes, um, giving away prizes, um, all all to raise money uh, for for Give Kids the World. Definitely want to bring your Mickey ears. You'll be in the crowd <laughs> that is for bringing great. your goofy hat and your Mickey yes. ears. We we encourage it because it it actually adds to the uh, to the meet <laughs> itself when uh, when you can do that. Uh, anybody who's looking for information about the uh, Indie Disney Meet can go to our Facebook page. It's Indie Disney Meet. It's also Indie Disney Meet on Twitter and Instagram. We have a website. It's mwfk.org. Uh, that stands for Magical Wishes for Kids, which is our, our 501c3. So all the information is out there. We, we continue to announce entertainment. Um, we continue to announce what's going to be happening at the event. Our event is really a, a great mix of of Fans coming together, uh, uh, raising money for a great cause. Um, people who don't have an opportunity to get together and see each other face to face. Most of our interactions are through social media, but uh, the Indie Disney Meet gives us a chance to uh, come together, see each other, shake a hand, say hello, uh, and give, and it gives people that personal touch of seeing everybody face to face when we don't have that chance most of the time. Most of the time, it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, I think in today's world that's great. However, um, the meet is that is that one chance each year where we can talk to each other together, and and everybody gets together in the same venue. Uh, we all have a great time, but that's really the the purpose of the of the Indie Disney meet. 
located here in Noblesville, Indiana, which uh, for you folks who don't know is just a short hop, skip, and jump just outside of Indianapolis. It's an event that if you can't get to D23 out in Anaheim, you can come to this event. Right. And, and I certainly don't want anybody to think that it's anything like D23 because D23 is on a grand scale. Correct. Um, you know, Disney puts that on. Uh, our, our event is, is a much smaller scale. However, it is, it is still very impactful. Um, we, we do bring a lot of entertainment in. Um, we do provide some food. Um, you know, you'll, you'll have opportunities to bid on, you know, Disney um, items that are, that are in our auction. Uh, we'll be giving away uh, some items to a raffle. And then this year we're, we're giving away a uh, six-night, uh, seven-day Walt Disney World vacation package. Which, Say that again. Yeah, six-night, seven-day Walt Disney World vacation package with the standard dining uh, plan and uh, for a family of four, which... Will be raffled away at the event this year. Yes, it will be. be How much does it cost to get into the event? Admission is free. So So free admission. Yes, correct. So it doesn't cost anything to get into the meet. Uh, Again, it is a fundraiser, so while you're there, you can participate in our silent auction, our raffle. Um, You can can purchase tickets for the uh, vacation giveaway. Um, and there'll be other opportunities to, to participate in that. However, it's really up to you how much you want to do or if you're just there to, you know, just have a good time and see the entertainment. Uh, all the money we raise goes to Give Kids the World. Uh, we, we, we try to make it 100% of our proceeds. And, uh, you know, at the end of the event, we, we tally everything up. We let everybody know what we've raised. And then at the end of the year, we, we go down, we uh, present a check to the village for what we raised throughout the year. So our uh, 501c3 is, is, you know, the Indy Disney meets a big part of that. Right. However, we do smaller events throughout the year. Right. And we continue to raise money during the year. And at, at the end of the meet, we announce, here's what we've raised for, for the entire year. And then we follow that up with a trip to the village down in Orlando. And, um, you know, we present them with a check. So, and then we start the process all over again. I won't bring up uh, the organization that this uh, event raises money for, Give Kids the World, here in just a minute. But getting back mm-hmm. to the uh, meet real mm-hmm. quick, folks who are going to drive four hours, five hours, even more to come to Indianapolis for the event, what can they expect in terms of entertainment? Mm-hmm. Right. So this year we have a great lineup. This is the biggest lineup we've, we've ever had. You'll see Lee Cockrell, and he's, he was gracious enough. And when we asked him, he didn't hesitate. He said, I'll be there. You know, if it's, if it's for Give Kids the World and if it's for charity, you know, Lee was right on top of it. He was like, I'll, I'll be there. Uh, and so we, we greatly appreciate that. So Lee will be part of a, a special hard-ticketed event that we're going to have, which is something new that we've never done before, where um, you'll have an opportunity to see him speak and be interviewed by Jeff Barnes. Um, you know, tickets are $10.00. Uh, you know, it's just it, we didn't want it to Which be very a great expensive. value to hear Lee Cockrell yes. speak and be interviewed by Jeff Barnes. Absolutely. Absolutely. We didn't want it to be cost prohibitive. Um, there are there is going to be VIP seating. That'll be $50. And that includes a, a autograph book from Lee. Wow. So uh, he will be there. Um, we are bringing um, Yeehaw Bob from Orlando uh, to, to the Indy Disney. Meet. He was there two years ago. He's coming Fantastic back. entertainer. Yes. Fantastic entertainer. Absolutely. He loves what he does, and you can see it on stage. He's making himself available for this because, you know, he loves the village. Um, in fact, he goes there, I believe, once every so, you know, so often, maybe two, three weeks, and, and performs at the village. So he's, he's very familiar with it. Um, he was here two years ago, did a great job. People loved him, so we, we invited him back uh, to, to come one more time. And, and uh, again, just you know, excited to have him. The list doesn't stop there, right, Aaron? Right. Um, I'm going to go through here. My next one. I'm just going to start by saying this: 30.6 million views on a YouTube video that this gentleman has. Mm-hmm. 
um, 1.8 million YouTube subscribers. Of course, I'm talking about Brian Hall. Correct. Yes, Brian Hall is uh, somebody we reached out to this year, and um, you know, again, grateful to have him him join us. Uh, he's a Disney impressionist. He does sing. Um, he'll be on our main stage, uh, you know, during the event. We we haven't solidified our schedule yet, but he will be he'll, he'll be performing on the main stage. Just just a great talent when it comes to um, impersonations and impressions uh, with uh, Disney characters. Uh, I, I've heard his some of his stuff, and if you haven't had a chance, go out to YouTube. I think he's going to bring a different type of entertainment that we haven't had before. Um, so you're going to have a good mix of of um, you know speakers, uh, entertainers, uh, songwriters, pianists, uh, you know whatever it is. But um, again, we we've got more folks coming again this year than we've mm-hmm. ever had. So I got to meet this gentleman uh, last year at the meet for the first time. Um, they call him Doctor Disneyland, mm-hmm. and Disneyland's been in the news here uh, at this recording uh, a lot in the last week with the opening of uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm talking about Jeff Barnes. Yes, just Jeff. a pleasure to be around and yes. fantastic guy yeah. too. Jeff Barnes is is great, uh, a, a fantastic motivational speaker, uh, author writer uh if you haven't read some of his stuff it it is uh truly fantastic in fact he just uh wrote an article about galaxy's edge and its opening and uh you know just you know he he brings a lot of energy to wherever he is at uh Mm -hmm. so he'll he'll be back again and he has been gracious enough to come the last five years to our event Uh, he will be signing books he will be conducting some interviews Uh, he will be doing a breakout session in, in our breakout room uh, again, he, he, he's just fantastic, uh, has a lot of knowledge and history about, about Disneyland. Uh, so we're excited to have him back. Another person who'll be coming to the event this year, and I got to meet him for the first time last year, is Mr. Jim Hill. That's right. So Jim, again, has been one of those guys that has, uh, he comes year after year, loves to come. Um, so Jim is, uh, if you don't know Jim, he, he does a Disney Dish podcast with uh, Len Testa. And, uh, you know, they talk about everything, you know, Disney theme park related. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim is a, is a big historian. Um, he talks about various aspects of, of the parks um, and why things happen the way they do or how, how the parks have evolved over, over, the, over the years. Um, so we're, we're excited to have him back. Uh, again, he'll be, he'll, be doing a, um, he'll be in our breakout room doing a breakout session. Um, we haven't discussed what kind of topic he'll be discussing this year, but... Again, he always brings a lot of uh, vast knowledge with him. Uh, the other thing he'll be doing this year is he'll be on our main stage um, doing a podcast uh, with uh, um, some Star Wars, a Star Wars podcast called Coffee with Kenobi. Uh, we're excited to have them. Um, if you haven't uh, heard of Coffee with Kenobi, uh, they have a Facebook page. Uh, go check it out. Uh, again, it's a Star Wars related podcast. Uh, I'm sure they'll be talking about Galaxy's Edge uh, on the on the main sure. stage this year. So again, we're excited to have Jim. Um, and Jim has always been gracious. He he actually drives from the East Coast all the way here. He he goes out of his way to be here. He he loves it. Um, it you know, and every year he sees it's getting bigger and bigger, and he's he's amazed. He's like, this is you know fantastic, terrific. And uh, he, he just wants to be a part of it. And again, I always ask him, and he's 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 like, what can we do? You know, what can, what can we do to help? I want to uh, get back to what this event uh, is truly all about, and that's raising money for Give Kids the World through Magical Wishes for Kids. Tell us about Give Kids the World Village. Right, so Give Kids the World is an 84-acre resort uh, specifically designed to bring uh, children with life-threatening illnesses and their families uh, down to Central Florida to enjoy a week-long, cost-free theme park vacation. 
Uh, the number one wish of, of critically ill children is to go to Disney World. Um, where they go when they actually make that trip is give kids the world. So uh, they have several villa type accommodations for the families when they're there for the week. Uh, while, while they are there, their food is provided, their theme park tickets are provided, um, their entertainment is provided. So the village is more than just accommodations. It's miniature golf, uh, pools, uh, ice cream parlor, cafeteria. Uh, they have, they have uh, uh, rides specifically geared for, mm-hmm. for these children and their families. Uh, and it's a fully functional charity resort. Uh, it, it runs nonstop, you know, day and night. And it's all, I don't want to say it's all driven by volunteers, but volunteers are a big part of, of how they operate. Right. Um, they have a staff, you know, uh, uh, on site at the village. However, they, they still depend heavily on volunteers. Mm-hmm. And um, with those volunteers, they're the ones who uh, kind of make the days and nights move. Uh, so that if, if you ever have the opportunity, you can go out to their website, you can sign up to be a volunteer. And uh, there's a small process that you have to go through, but once you once you pass, you know, through your inspections and all that, um, you can volunteer at the village, you know, anytime you want. So it's uh, it's a great opportunity, and, and when you're there, you you really get a sense of of the environment. It's truly fantastic. Aaron, you and your family have volunteered down there. Yes. What's it like? Uh, it's really it's 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 somewhat humbling. Um, you know, and, and as you're there and you're, and you're volunteering, you, you, you realize that, you know, this is really a fantastic place because the, the people that are coming through there, the kids that are coming through there, um, they're given an opportunity to feel normal for one week. Um, they, they feel like a, a part of, of society and, and not going, you know, not being at home and having to worry about medication and feeling different. Um, when they're at the village, they're feeling normal for a week. And I, I think... Yeah. One of the things the village says is, is it's where happiness inspires hope. Um, so when the kids are there, they're extremely happy. There's a know? lot of smiles on there faces. There are a lot of smiles. Both the parents, the family members. And, and when they leave the village, they, they feel like there's some hope for them. Um, and even while they're there, they're, they feel like there's hope. And, and that is, is such an important part of these kids that are going through these tough times is they have that chance to feel like, you know, I have a chance. You know, I have, you know, an opportunity to, to, to hang in there and, and work through things and figure out, you know, uh, how I can, you know, feel better. Uh, right. So that's really what, what the village is all about. You want to hear my Give Kids the World story? Yes. Okay. 2006, mm-hmm. I'm on the part of the Disney College program, mm-hmm. and I'm at Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. That's the attraction I worked at. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's the summer of 2006. And if anyone's familiar with Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, just close your eyes. You can almost picture it at nighttime. Inside the station, you can see that ramp that you walk down, and you can either go left or right, spur side or main side for you Big Thunder Mountain aficionados out there listening. It's left or right. That's Big Thunder talk. I'm working on the last three cars, so it's the back of the train. Uh, Cars three, four, and five. So I push the button to help send the train forward. On to the right. And it's around the time of Wishes, Nighttime Spectacular, the fireworks show that night. Mm-hmm. And I see a father and her, his uh, small daughter, who couldn't have been more than 10 years old at the time, come down the ramp. And if you're familiar with fireworks time at the Magic Kingdom, you know that that's when the attractions mm-hmm. are almost walk-on mm-hmm. because everyone's wanting to see the fireworks and everything. So she had a Give Kids the World pin on. Okay. 
and she asked her dad to sit in the very last car on the train. Daddy said yes. And they're waving at me. I'm across the tracks. I'm waving at her. And she said, uh, she got in the seat and the train left. And I thought, you know, I just want to make a special moment here. So I told the person at the other end of the platform, save the last seat. I'm going to send them again on the ride, on the attraction. They come back in the station a couple minutes later. And I said, you guys want to ride again? Do you want to stay on? She starts jumping up and down on the seat, looking at her dad. And he says, absolutely, you can ride again. I do the same thing again. And God must have been in that station that night because no one had happened to come to the last uh, car. So the station comes in. No one's waiting to get on. You know, any other amusement park, they would have said, well, you have to get out of the train, go back to the line, get back in line. Well, Disney, we don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. So I said, you guys want to ride again? She starts jumping up and down. Yes, yes, yes. This train goes. Aaron, I lost track after 12 times. (laughs) Wow. How many times she got to ride that. Mm -hmm. And I promise you that the smile on the dad's face was just as big on that 12th time Mm -hmm. as it was on the first trip Mm -hmm. aboard Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. And after the 12th time or so, they uh, get off the train and they, the little girl, I'm not, because I'm now, now the whole, all my cast member, co-workers, they are in on the, uh, on what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm at the end kind of talking to them and the train comes back in the station. And she gets out with her dad and pulled out a necklace and, and she said that it was the, uh, this is the patron saint for sick kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got up and I looked her dad in the eye and he thanked me, shook my hand and said, just pray for us. Mm-hmm. And this is 2006. There wasn't really social media a lot back then. Part of me wishes I would have gotten an email, but that wasn't my place to do that. Mm -hmm. But he was having the time of his life, thanks to Give Kids the World Village. Right. That's a a great story and uh, really embodies what the village is all about. Aaron, one thing my wife and I really noticed last year during the event was the amount of volunteers that were on site. Such a nice group of folks that you were able to organize to be a part for the meet. Um, it takes a really nice team to put on this event. Absolutely, 100%. And we have two types of volunteers. We have um, volunteers who help us the day of the Indie Disney Meet. And then we also have planning volunteers who, who help us throughout the year uh, plan the event. Uh, because it is it is a year-long process. It, it really is for us to you know line up the entertainment, figure out where they're going to stay, uh, making sure we have food, uh, making sure everything is set up properly, the schedule for the uh, for the Indie Disney meet, putting all of that together, and we uh, we meet probably once a month, sometimes twice a month, but it takes thirty planning volunteers for us to put this event on, and they all do a phenomenal job. Without them, we, we couldn't put this event on. Um, again, during our, our meetings, we we sit and and we have an agenda. We talk about various um, of activities that happen throughout the event, how we can improve it. Um, places where we can um, uh, make improvements and um, without them we, we just couldn't do it so we, we have a very committed group of volunteers uh, 30 planning volunteers and those day of volunteers are just as important because you know we're moving we're moving food onto the tables uh, we're providing dole whips for you know our, our attendees and guests that you know are, are sometimes around 13 to 1500 people uh, making sure that the expo is running uh, smoothly and making sure that everybody in the expo is getting what they need. Our entertainment is taken care of. Driving our entertainment from the airport to the Indy Disney meet or from their hotel. 
So there are so many different things that are happening behind the scenes that you don't see that uh, uh, make the event as successful as it is. So um, again, the volunteer staff is vital. Uh, we couldn't thank them enough for, for being a part of it. They don't get paid a cent. It's all gratification mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. And, and we, uh, we just appreciate all their hard work. We have Lee Cockrell coming, Yeehaw Bob Jackson from Disney's Port Orleans Resort coming, mm-hmm. um, Jeff Barnes, we've mentioned him. We've got some more to talk about. Mm-hmm. Folks, we've got a former Disney Imagineer coming. Yes. And McNair Wilson. Yes. Correct. Tell us about Mr. Wilson. So McNair Wilson, um, uh, Disney Imagineer, um, he, he, he's led a few creative teams, uh, one of which was he was responsible for developing the Adventurers Club. Uh, he'll, he'll also be part of the, uh, the hard-ticketed event. Um, with uh, Lee Cockrell, and uh, he'll be interviewed um, and uh, by, by a gentleman named uh, Terry Weaver. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're, we're looking forward to that. Again, that's all going to be part of that, that hard-ticketed event that'll probably last around 90 minutes. Lou Mangello is coming in. Yes. Um, we had him last year. Excited to have him back again um, this year. And he's an author. Um, you know, he, he made the plunge down, you know, to move down to Walt Disney World about seven, eight years ago. And... Um, you know, he's been really ingrained in, in the Disney community down there. Um, again, yeah, WDW Radio Podcast is, is terrific. Um, um, you know, he has several uh, social media followers. But the thing is, you know, these folks that are very popular, you know, they don't come to the Midwest very often. Um, and and when, they, when they do come here and we get a chance to, you know, interact and, and speak with them in person, I think it provides a great opportunity for uh, followers, because look, a lot of times, and I said this last year, when they come here, I, I look at them and I think I see them on the other side of a screen all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, now I get to right. see them in person, and it's kind of you know, you're like, this is kind of strange, but yeah. in a good way. Uh, so, you know, it's good that it's good that that we get to see these folks, get a chance to interact with them. Uh, but Lou's a great guy. Uh, again, you know, I asked him and didn't hesitate. He was like, I'll be there. You know, this was he he had such a great time last year. Um, you know, he uh, uh, really uh, came in and, and said, hey, whatever, whatever you need me to do, let me know what to do and I'll do it. And, and I said, OK, great. It, you know, same thing this year. So um, he'll be speaking. Um, we, he may be doing a podcast. Maybe not. We're not we're not exactly sure about that yet. We haven't worked out the details, but excited to have him back again. That'd be fantastic. And speaking of podcasting, uh, I got to meet this gentleman last year that him and his family were wonderful to be around. It's actually right next to where the Sorcerer Radio booth was last year. But uh, Mike Rallman, yes. be our guest podcast. Yes. We'll be back again. <laughs> Mike is uh, Mike's terrific. And, and uh, you know, he's always, it seems like he's been here for so long, coming to the meet every year. He loves it. Um, yeah. he, he openly says it. He goes, this is, this is great. He's like, I can't wait to meet everybody. I can't wait to see everybody. Um, you know, he's always willing to do whatever, you know, we, we ask him to do. Um, totally into Gift Kids World. Loves it. Um, and, you know, again, he's just so gracious with his time and, and energy. And, and he's always here every year. He wouldn't miss it for the world. I know he wouldn't. And uh, uh, he has a great podcast. I, I listen to it all the time. Um, again, we're, we're happy to have him. They'll, they'll be doing their podcast again this year on our main stage. And, uh, um you know, them and the Magic for Less Travel will be, mm-hmm. um, they'll be there in, in full force. Uh, the Magic for Less Travel is our, is our title sponsor this year. We're, we're excited to have them. Um, and, and Mike's a big part of that, um, you know, with him being an agent. So, uh, again, we, we, we're very thankful for his support, for Magic for Less, their support. Um, they've been just totally terrific, uh, especially Mike. 
And the folks at Sorcerer Radio will be here, too, yep. providing the music this year for the event. Yes. Uh, which is something you've wanted for a few years now. Uh, you, you know, I think it, it's, it's really strange that the music can provide such a great element to the meet. And, yeah. and it seems like the last, I don't know, three or four years, we, we've always had trouble figuring out how do we pipe the music in and, and right. how do we you know get the right music in there to, to kind of really amp up the meet. Because I think music is a, is a big part to do that. And when you came to us and said, hey, you know, we could put some tracks together and we can do a loop or, or whatever you'd like to do. I thought, you know, that, that's a great idea. And then, you know, it's one less thing we have to worry about. Exactly. Um, so uh, your, your support has been, has been great. And I thought that was just a terrific idea. Well, Sorcerer Radio is honored to be a part of such a great event. You mentioned sponsorship just a minute ago. Mm-hmm. Tell us about more of that. So the first thing I want to say about that is, is, you know, with, with the Disney community, there can be, there can be competition out there, right? There's many travel agents. There, yes. there are many podcasts. The Indie Disney meet, for whatever reason, everybody's kind of put that aside and said, you know what? I don't, I don't care who's going to be there. Right. I want to be there for, mm-hmm. for the right reasons. Because uh, you'll see a lot of uh, travel agents there, mm-hmm. a lot of folks uh, selling uh, Disney-themed merchandise That's of all kinds. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I just go back to that because I go back to uh, how just everybody wants to be a part of it. And it, they don't care who else is going to be there. They don't care who else is sponsoring what. Um, they just know that they want to be a part of it. And I think that goes a long way in showing that that people are more interested in, in charity. They're more interested in, in making Give Kids the World a better place. You know, I remember um, about three months ago, maybe four months ago, I, I was at uh, Walt Disney World and ran into uh, Becky Mankin of uh, MEI Mouse yes. Travel. Yeah. And she uh, came over to us and, and said, you know, hey, we, we want to be a part of this. And, uh, you know, she was all in on it. And, and I thought that was just just fantastic. You know, she, she never once asked, well, who else is there or what else is going on? And she just wanted to be a part of it. And I think that embodies what the meet is all about. And, and when everybody's in that room together, you, you kind of get a sense of community and not that that competition amongst businesses because that, that's a normal thing right mm-hmm. um but but the sponsors all want to participate for the right reasons um we're happy to have them um you know i, I get a, a warm feeling in my heart when i see that i see cooperation togetherness and uh i think that's a big part of our our sponsorship when families uh go to the indie disney meet this year what can they expect yes um you know with with the indie disney meet this year um we, what we noticed last year was space was becoming an issue <laughs> right so um we're, we're actually reevaluating some of our kids activities we're going to have some but but maybe not as a, as a large scale as we, mm-hmm. we've had so that we could maybe free up some space for some other things um, i think the crowd this year could be bigger than last and we want to make sure that we can accommodate you know everybody that that needs to be there um, seating is at a premium and what i would tell people is you know if you want a good seat make sure you come early because it's it's first come first serve um, with all the great entertainment that we have this year you want to make sure you have a good seat but back to the kids activities uh, we will have some um, again not as as on a grand scale as we've, we've had in the past but uh, it'll still be a lot of fun for the kids for so sure. a lot of fun for the kids auctioning off and the winner will be announced at the conclusion of the event mm-hmm. the disney trip um, how much are tickets for that? So the tickets will be twenty dollars. Um, you know, and, and all proceeds go to Give Kids the World. So exactly. the twenty dollars for your chance to win goes to a great cause. Um, you know, one person or one family is going to win, and uh, whoever that is, you know, that's, that's going to be quite quite an experience for them. We we had the Lickman family 
when last year um, they went in March, uh, they, they reported back to us. They said, hey, we had a great time. Thanks a million. Um, you know, it was terrific. So Wonderful. Yeah. Um, the auction items, such a big part of it. Um, great items that can be up for auction. But that's also online. So if folks can't make it to mm-hmm. Indianapolis for the meet, they can be able to go online and bid mm-hmm. on items. Tell us about that. The auction items, we're, we're going to have a wide range. We're going to have anything from maybe a, a DVC stay to... Uh, a stay at uh, Sheridan Vistana Resort. Um, we're also going to have uh, many, many Disney items, you know, Dooney and Burke purses, uh, lounge fly backpacks, um, you know, artwork. Stormtrooper is going to be there. <laughs> yeah. So we, we ha- we've had a quite a, <laughs> we've had quite a relationship with uh, the 501st uh, Legion. And, and actually the 501st is, is a group that actually the characters at Walt Disney World are, are, they are a part of that because um, they have the costumes, they have all the, all the uh, uh, exterior that, that, that's needed. Uh-huh. Um, so Disney relies on them. But we also, um, you know, we also appreciate their, their partnership and relationship with us, and, and they come every year. So we're, we're real happy about that. Any special requests you want to hear over the loudspeakers? Um, I, I think we need the... Because uh, you have some pull. You can... You sure, know, you're, sure. You're, I, I think we need... You're uh, not paying for the DJ, but you kind of are inviting us to the events, so... Yes, I, I want to hear some Star Wars cantina music. Um, you know, if we can get some Galaxy's Edge, Edge music in there, I think that would be great. Uh, any uh, Disney-related uh, movie music. What's your favorite soundtrack from an attraction? Uh, I, my favorite music is the the loop when you walk into epcot that i like that the best um so if you could play that that epcot loop music right when you're walking in the future world i think that so 1980s epcot or 1990s there is a difference yes i'd say 1990s you're looking at the 90s epcot loop yeah so uh, hopefully we'll have a mix of of attraction music (laughs) we'll have a mix of some uh disney uh, uh movie uh soundtracks um you know so again the music really adds to the elements of the meat because i think just like when you walk into Disney World, all of your senses are pushed to the limits. You know, sight, sound, taste. Uh, we try to do the same thing here. So. Wyron, we really appreciate it. Looking forward to seeing you on September 21st. Hamilton County Fairgrounds, ladies and gentlemen. September 21st from 11 to 7, the 12th annual Indie Disney Meet. Aaron, thank you very much. Appreciate you having us. Yeah, thank you very much. Andrew Sparks back with you here. Once again, I want to say thank you to Aaron and his family for inviting me into their home to conduct this interview. Friends, you heard it all right there. This is simply a cannot-miss event that for many of you is right in your backyard. So come join me at the Sorcerer Radio booth. Say hello and let's raise some money for Give Kids the World, shall we? This is such a fun gathering that last year helped raise over $40,000 for Give Kids the World. Well, that's going to do it for this special edition of Touring the World. Until next week, I'm Andrew Sparks. I'll see you real soon.